a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Listen, the text line is still wide open, 57500, the Utah Community Credit Union text line. If you want to weigh in on, on the Supreme Court case and the amicus brief on which has been written the name of Utah now in action uh, taken by Attorney General Sean Reyes, uh, please, again, we'll get through those text messages later on in the program. Right now, though, as I sit here in this studio surrounded by, uh, we've got a Christmas tree here, we have candles, we have beautiful festive decorations. In fact, if you download the KSL News Radio app powered by Any Hour Services, you, you'll see the, the decorations here. And that's all well and good. It's nice to have a, a pretty place. Uh, for me, when I see decorations like this, I am reminded of a, a program which has been going on here uh, in partnership with KSL for a long, long time. I remember uh, back in the days when I was working for Doug Wright, all the wonderful stories we encountered as we talked about and learned about and promoted uh, Quarters for Christmas. Quarters for Christmas. Now, we've we've had a number of charitable organizations here on the program uh, over the past number of months. And as is the case for many small businesses and homes, I'm sure you're feeling this, COVID-19 has not necessarily been, uh, you know, the most kind. There have been organizations and outfits, uh, both charitable and profitable, that have had to reinvent their entire approach to, uh, you know, either looking out for their own bottom line or providing uh, charity for and help and relief for those most in need. And as uh, we have a, a partnership with Quarters for Christmas, I want to spend some time talking about that wonderful organization. Joining me in studio is Luann Monson, who is the Quarters for Christmas coordinator, has been for the past number of years. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I, I danced around the, the good definition and summary of what exactly Quarters for Christmas is. I want to leave that to you. Tell us about Quarters for Christmas. What is it? Uh, how does it operate? And who stands to benefit from the generosity of those involved? Sure. So it's actually 55 years old this year. KSL, it's our it's our very own charity. We've had it around, you know, forever. I've been trying to pull some old footage. Wouldn't that be amazing if we could see some really old footage from 55 years ago? Uh, but basically, we have it started out as as quarters, literally quarters, and it's morphed over the years. Of course, we take all forms of money, um, but it is for the children and warm clothes and shoes. Our goal is that no child in the state of Utah anywhere should go cold or not have a good pair of shoes. And um, we've partnered up, and we we raise the funds. And then we, once a year, cut a check to four different organizations with the money. And those organizations have criteria of how they spend that money. And we get to partner with 
them and go out and and see the whole you know the whole process with them um and so it's very cool it's a very cool thing so it's everything from the homeless it focuses on the education foundations of utah um and that specifically is kids that are on free school lunches Mm -hmm. that have to qualify for that they're the first ones that receive it through the whole state and um it's it's pretty amazing. It's pretty rewarding. <laughs> your your involvement in Quarters for Christmas, you taking on this responsibility as coordinator, uh, came at uh, at a crucial time in your life. I understand. It Talk did. about your your personal experience with Quarters for Christmas. It did. It did. Um, my mom actually, we lost my mom five years ago, and right at the very same time um, that we were in the process of losing her, it was an accident. Um, so it wasn't anything where she was sick. Um, so it was a shock. And um, I got this opportunity to be the coordinator for Quarters for Christmas right at that time. And I thought my world was crashing. And then this came. And you can't have a bad day when you're dealing with kids and Quarters for Christmas. It is amazing. It's just, I think it would make the devil smile. It's just, (laughs) it seriously warms your heart. And it was a perfect lifesaver for me at that time. It pulled me out of that kind of dark place. And it's been getting better ever since. <laughs> in, in these five years, in this leadership role of yours, uh, in, in which you, I know, have seen brought uh, incredible, quite literally, warmth uh, into the lives of many children throughout this state who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who wouldn't otherwise be able to warm their bodies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's as blunt as it is. There mm-hmm. are children who battle the cold to and from school, out and about. They need help. Uh, you have had a hand. In, in bringing them that help. What have you learned over the course of these last five years? Well, I've learned that one person can make a difference. That's the biggest thing I've learned. Um, some people think, oh, I don't, they don't need my quarter. They don't need my dollar. Or there's some kids that see their friends in need and think, well, somebody else will take care of it. Somebody else will mention that they don't have a good coat or, you know, warm shoes or something. But one person makes a difference. And I hear from that one person every day. And I have the cutest letters and I save them and I make binders every year. And these are great. And they're little handwritten notes with from kids saying, my buddy Scotty doesn't have shoes and we're in, you know, Mrs. So-and-so's class. Can you help us? And we do. You know, it's amazing. And, and that's, I think, the biggest thing is one person can make a huge difference. We're speaking with Luann Monson, Quarters for Christmas coordinator, has been in that capacity for the past five years, has uh, witnessed an incredible amount of good uh how do folks get involved? People hearing this conversation, they want to help, they want to get and be a part again of this effort, which has been underway for, what, 55 years, you mm-hmm, say? Mm-hmm. Uh, more than half a century. Uh, how, how do they get involved? How do they give? So the easiest way would be to go to our website, uh, kslquarters.com, and uh, there's a place you can donate there, or if you even wanted to scroll to the bottom, there are the organizations that we donate it to, and if you're, for example, someone actually that needs it and isn't necessarily prepared to donate, there are ways you can get help immediately, and there's contacts for all of those organizations too, but that would be the easiest. Go to kslquarters.com. And that's for that's for both that kslquarters.com website is for both those who are hearing this conversation now looking for opportunities to give, but also those who might find themselves, you know, in unfortunate circumstances, mm-hmm. the parents of children yes. uh, who may not have those mittens. And when it's time to cross the street and go outside, uh, you know, there's some shivering going on that could mm-hmm. be avoided mm-hmm. and that could be aided if uh, folks were able to give. We're going to take a break here in just a moment. But you mentioned uh, you mentioned letters. You mentioned that there are letters that mm-hmm. come in 
from these youngsters who uh, who are on the receiving end of this type of help. Mm-hmm. I have uh, in front of me a stack of those letters. Uh, when we come back from the commercial break, I want to uh, I want to read through some of those with you and uh, pick a, and dig into your memories of those who ha- who have you have come in contact with over the these five years in this capacity. Uh, but again, kslquarters.com is the website, Quarters for Christmas, in its 55th year uh, this year. An opportunity uh, for you, if you have a little extra money lying around and you would like to be involved in this good cause, please, please log on, kslquarters.com. Give if you can. And if you're listening to me right now and you have a need, that same website, Go there. There's help waiting for you. Quick break. Back with letters from children. And Luann Monson, coordinator of Quarters for Christmas, next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. 120 is the KSL News Time. We are continuing conversation uh, surrounding Quarters for Christmas. That is uh, an effort you are well aware of. It dates back some 55 years. That's over half a century. All right. That there have been generous folks from around this great state donating not only their quarters, but anything they have to give in an effort to bring a little warmth. And I mean that literally to the hands and bodies and hearts and souls of some youngsters around this state who uh, are in circumstances where they don't exactly have all the luxuries that uh, are needed to stay warm throughout the winter. Joining me in studio is Luann Monson, the coordinator for the past five years of Quarters for Christmas. Uh, we've been talking throughout the break about some of the some of the folks that you've come in contact in, in, as, over the years as you've been responsible for this uh, great effort. Uh, and we, we talked about the, the types of folks that, that donate. Who, who, who is donating to efforts like this and to this one in particular? You know, it's a variety of people, but I think the people that stick out the most to me um, that really make these efforts and they try to pass it down in their families, it's some of our elderly. Uh, these are traditions that started when they were had their families young and they have passed it down and we have grandpa come in and, and his kids and his grandkids. That's my favorite thing. I mean, but we do, we see a lot of that where it's just been a tradition for families for years. That's outstanding. Uh, my, uh, I'll confess, my my wife and baby daughter Piper, who I talk about all the time, probably too much. I'm boring, <laughs> folks. But uh, th- they were listening, and we have a little mason jar where you know pocket change gets thrown uh, at the end of each day. And uh, they just sent me a, a picture here. It's my beautiful wife. There's Piper there in her hands. She has uh, a mason jar. And the question <laughs> from my wife is, uh, how do we get this into the hands of kids that need it? So uh, we'll be making some arrangements, making a contribution uh, on behalf of the Lonsberry family. <laughs> and uh, for those for those listening, if you're, if you're listening right now and you're saying, oh, quarters for Christmas, of course, that's a, a beautiful opportunity uh, to to give. KSLQuarters.com. You know, COVID-19 this year has thrown things uh, all upside down. It's be, presented itself as a great challenge to uh, not only Quarters for Christmas, but countless charitable organizations uh, throughout uh, this state and the country. And so there's a lot of reliance on our online abilities to give. So if you're, if you're listening, KSLQuarters.com. And I'm not speaking just to those who are in a position to give. If you go to that same website, kslquarters.com, and you, say, are the parent or the grandparent or the guardian or, or whatever, if you are someone who is in need, if there is a child in your life and circumstances are such where uh, coats and shoes and the things to ensure comfort and warmth uh, are, are out of reach, well, that's okay. kslquarters.com 
scroll down to the bottom, you're going to find the place to click. And click there, uh, and you will be connected with uh, a resource to take care of uh, the challenges that you're facing this year. Uh, Luann, listen, I here in front of me have a stack of letters that are written by uh, youngsters throughout this state who have been the lucky beneficiaries of the generosity poured <laughs> forth uh, by those participating in this Quarters for Christmas campaign. Well, what I want to do here, we just have a few minutes. I want to I want to read through some of these letters. And as I read through them this morning, you know, I, I, I'm a tough you know uh, guy. <laughs> I don't uh, I don't have emotions. I'm hollow inside. Uh-huh. No, I, mm-hmm. I, I I was touched by this stuff here. It's true. And to hear the you know the words of these children. In fact, here I'll, I'll play. Uh, a child reading one of those thank you letters right here. Dear Santa, thank you for brightening up my Christmas. It made it a lot better. Thank you for the shoes. I'm very grateful for the presents because I usually don't get too much. So that really brightens this year up for me. Also, on behalf of my mother, thank you. That is one example of the the stack of letters I have here in front of me. This one I'll, I'll, I'll read from a young boy named Jeff says, uh, for Thank you for letting me keep warm and getting stuff I need. I will use all of these items as much as I can. Uh, thank you. That's uh, from a youngster named Jeff. And there's a, he's drawn a little picture of himself here. Uh, this one reads, Dear Santa, thank you for brightening my Christmas. It made it a lot better. I'm very grateful for the presents because I usually don't get too much. Uh, this really brightened my year. Mm. Continues, uh, dear Santa, thank you uh, for these warm clothes. This is how I'll make it through winter. Thank you so much. Another one uh, from little Jackie reads, thank you so much uh, for this. I got lots of stuff I needed. I got two pairs of shoes, and I'm so grateful uh, that you made my Christmas. <laughs> you, you, I, I've been just reading these uh, for the past few minutes. I had a chance to review them earlier this morning. You've been at this for five years. What does it mean uh, to, to hear from these youngsters like this to you? Uh, it just warms your heart. I mean, they are so grateful. They don't take, you know, they don't take it for granted. And and it's kind of ironic because it seems like eventually it all comes around full circle where when they've been the recipient of something that's amazing, they usually try to give back and figure out a way to give back themselves. And so I've even seen that part of it where kids have been recipients in the past and then now they're trying to find quarters in the couch and whatnot, you know, to try to give back and feel like, you know, know how that feels too. That's huge. Pretty Painted, amazing. Paying it forward, you mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Outstanding. Another letter from little Marissa reads, thank you so much for helping me get warm clothes and plastering a smile on my face. I was very happy uh, for the invite and very uh, grateful for it. The trip was crowded, uh, but it was wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, times a thousand. Thank you, times a thousand uh, from young Marissa. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, We're we're talking about Quarters for Christmas. Again, the website is kslquarters.com. I'm joined in studio for the next few minutes by Luann Monson, who is the coordinator of Quarters for Christmas, has been in that position for the past five years. Uh, Things are a bit different now. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the past, it's been a lot of face-to-face stuff, a lot of here you are, face-to-face giving. Uh, This year, though, uh, COVID-19 and the pandemic has changed things. How are we overcoming some of those challenges this year? It's true. Uh, The biggest fear I had coming into this charitable season was schools are a huge source of fundraising for us. Um, Elementary schools to high schools all across the state and uh, most of the schools that raise 
money for us each year uh, contacted me and they're, you know, they're not even in school. The kids are at home and they have no way really of coordinating it. And uh, so it was kind of panicking me. Um, And so we are really trying to step up uh, these online donation requests or mailing them in. And, um, and we've also put out a call if you're a business, you know, that would like to try to raise some funds, uh, let me know and contact us. You can contact me through that website as well. Uh, a, a shout out to Chubby's down in Utah County. They have five locations. They contacted me. And so we've put some quarters for Christmas jars at their counters and you can go in and make donations there. So we're trying to think outside the box and really, you know, the demand is larger we've than we've ever had. Yeah. But then it's harder than we've ever had to be able to raise the funds. Sure. So and, and winter doesn't take a break. No. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> so you you have you have materials, you have jars, you have some mm-hmm. signage, you have things that businesses can hang uh, sure. on their doors, on their walls, and as patrons come in, be mm-hmm. reminded uh, of this great opportunity to give, and mm-hmm. more specifically of the need that exists. So uh, listen, if you're if you're a business, there's there's ability for businesses to contact yes, you via kslquarters.com. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, very good. It's yeah. not just those who are looking to give, but also uh, those who are in a position to offer opportunities to give. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure Luann would be very happy. That to hear would be from amazing. You. Outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, just another minute left. I want to read this last letter from Destiny. It says, "I would like to thank all who donated money to give me my clothing." that I needed for the Christmas season. It made me feel very grateful and happy that all who donated to take not only me, but other students to Walmart to get what we needed. I once again thank you for all your generosity. That's an outstanding thing. It is. And you can be responsible for uh, the the gratitude, and more importantly than that, uh, you can be responsible for the warmth and the comfort and ultimately the safety of some youngsters around this great state who, like I said, are facing winter because winter don't take a break. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, Luann Monson, coordinator, one last time, the website? It is kslquarters.com. kslquarters.com. If you've got it to spare, uh, please give. There are those in need. Quick break. When we return, my guest... Rabbi of Remy Zippel. We're talking Hanukkah next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.